0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
1: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of Steel Battery Tools. Hey everyone, it's Devin Simone, two-time Challenge finalist, real-world Brooklynite, and host of The Challenge Aftermath.
2: Yes, and I am Devon Rogers. Now, you know me from The Challenge and also from being America's
1: favorite all-star on Big Brother. And this is MTV's official Challenge podcast. Challenge, USA edition. Now, first, I would like to start off and dedicate this episode to Danny's wife Kiki, okay, right? Because Kiki gets a shout out <laughs> in pretty much every episode at this point, and this I love is it. Her so, show. you know, I wonder what Danny's wife Kiki feels about this podcast. Let us know, girl. Hey, <laughs> uh, rooting for you, love it. But seriously, this was this was a surprising. I was surprised by who they into elimination with this episode day.
2: I wasn't really, I wasn't really surprised. I was like, okay, let's just let's get it going. But you know what I was surprised about? Did what? you see how Dominic was excited and praising Angela? Did you see
1: that? And did you see Angela's look of, I got this part. <laughs> hey TJ, I think you made a mistake. I got partnered with him again. <laughs>
2: She was trying to do it again. Reset the <laughs> algorithm.
1: <laughs> but they worked really well together. Like they in did. their defense, they they definitely seem to work really well together. And I like... Because
2: he trusted her.
1: I like seeing Dom be respectful of someone for once. But it see, was That makes nice. me
2: think what's so different about her as opposed to... The- Cachet or someone else who he was with. You know what I mean? Because we've seen mm-hmm. him, how he talks about other people. When he got with Angela, it was all praise. And it's mm-hmm. because he's the type of person where you have to earn his respect, where you have to literally jump through hoops and show him that I am whoever to earn his respect. What is it, you know? It was just a different vibe when he got Angela right. as opposed to when he was with
1: Cache. I'm side-eyeing that in so many ways. But yes, yeah. not, <laughs> I agree with you, but I'm side-eyeing <laughs> him in, in so many ways. Uh, yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, what else was crazy in here is like, I love seeing David and Desi kill it. Yes. That was really nice to see. Oh, I was so it proud was, of them. I was so proud of them. They just have like such good vibes, yes. I, which I liked a lot. I also want to shout out, the shady cameraman. Because did you catch it that when Leo did his jump, right? And Leo's telling us about why he has a little bit of a fear of water because uh-huh. you know he almost drowned as a kid. Mm-hmm. But we see him like take that leap. And then the shady cameraman and the shady editors cut to Enzo sitting on the ground oh, I to saw remind us. Did you see that? <laughs> shady uh I mean just the shade. <laughs> the shade of it all. We caught that. We caught that.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, man, y'all seen that. But let's get into TJ adding this second part to this elimination. Right. Now, that was shady. Did you see right. how Derek took off because he was ready? And TJ said, hold on, hold on, big fella. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. I love that. <laughs> that was funny. I mean, I would like to think that if I were in that elimination and that happened, I would think it's funny. I know that I'm probably wrong, and I wouldn't think it's funny (laughs) in that moment, but I thought that was actually really funny. And I don't know if we've really seen TJ – like, he does twists. He likes to play pranks, but I can't recall a time when I've seen TJ really kind of go that deep into it. You know, Mm -hmm. like, they were set up there, especially in an elimination, where you're Mm -hmm. just, like, really serious, focused, and he's Mm – you think he's about to blow that horn. yeah, And then he's like, psych, here's another rule. Like, that – TJ's just – losing his mind a little bit and going crazy on everybody.
2: I also love seeing how proud he is of this cast like with each mm-hmm. episode he's very supportive and I saying that he, he wasn't with us because he was extremely supportive of me matter of fact he called me a bad MF on my last season okay Ooh. but Ooh. I, I, I love to see how he supports them because they're not coming from the challenge so it's it's you know it's a different vibe this is a different show you know it's a different situation so for him to be so supportive like that's so dope TJ thank you for being you we love you
1: TJ but, yes. what, but it, what is interesting though and you bringing that up is great he's being supportive yes they're not coming from the challenge but i wonder if for those who are relying or really embracing tj's support and encouragement now because tj does have a history of being tough on the challengers like yeah. the, the old school challengers that when we start to combine these casts right oh. like when we start to bring in these newbies from like challenge usa and put them head to head with some of the greats oh it's different from the franchise yeah how they're gonna react then because it's different
2: because that stuff sorry but that stuff that happened with enzo how he just quit tj would have never let that fly oh, on the no, main show absolutely that would have never flew on the main show Absolutely so, yeah. not. And
1: I think that's probably too why I'm side eyeing Enzo. It's not, it's, it's how I was brought up, right? In, and yeah. in, with TJ is that, yeah, you do not, no matter what, you do not quit. Because yeah. what's worse than quitting is hearing TJ's mouth.
2: Yeah. And I know
1: both <laughs> of the finals I did, I didn't want to hear TJ's mouth. So I didn't quit because at the very <laughs> least, I didn't want, I wasn't worried about getting hurt. I wouldn't anybody else. I didn't want to hear TJ's mouth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting. I wonder if he's getting softer. We need to get him on this podcast. I, don't I know. know if he's getting a little softer as we get older or I wonder if he's being kind knowing that you guys are coming from other shows but then how that's gonna play out when we start to really like mix the crew I also want to say two things that struck me about this episode that were interesting so Mm -hmm. one I loved first of all I love Justine she's stunning yeah Um, but I also love her tactic was really smart about when Desi and David asked you know, she who didn't say you a word, to. not Ooh. only, but, she, but instead of just not saying a word, which is what, um, Oh, I the, and think said nothing. And then they kind of just, to me, it wasn't a smart play. She offered it. Justine back to said, them. well, why don't you tell us who's yeah. off limits? And then uh, girl smart, yeah. Yeah. smart, smart, smart. Yeah. Love that. I yeah. uh, don't know if it helped them, but I love that thinking. That was really brilliant. Yeah. And also, to Sarah, who last time we saw her was eating chicken bones. Eating chicken bones <laughs> and making like cutthroat signs or whatever. I don't know, girl was on it. Understandable <laughs> that she was upset. But she was talking an awful lot of smack not to win the challenge daily. I'm just gonna yeah. say that you talk you were talking a whole big game girl yeah. to to not win. So um She took accountability you know. though.
2: She did say it was her fault.
1: I mean, because she had to, because we could see whose fault it was. Yeah. So does that, I mean, she gets a half a point for that, but, you know. You get a little little, little half a point. Yeah, half a point, but for you to come in (laughs) and go gunning and, like, karma and all that, girl, work on... Your picture memory skills first, and uh then... It you, wasn't even that. She just didn't see it, girl. Work on your sights. We need yeah, you to look. You so focused on, you know, drowning out Tyson in his robe. Put the chicken bone down. She's so focused on that that she she missed. Because who knows? They could have won because it looked like they were doing a good job otherwise. So yeah. they, they... And I, we know that they're, you know, smart and capable. So they certainly... Who knows how it would have played out if she didn't miss that one yeah, piece. I agree. But I was so proud
2: of da- uh, David and Justine. I mean, sorry, David and Desi. Girl, you mix them so all good. up. Yeah. I'm mixing everybody
1: up. I'm proud of all my people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very proud of David and Justine too. It was cool. It's cool also being, you know, the challenger that's sort of in the middle that doesn't, that isn't winning a lot. You know, you've gone a few episodes in and you're, you're never really losing, but you're also never really winning, like all of that. It's yeah. just really nice and kind of reinvigorating. So I'm excited to see how they play out in this game. And I think it actually yeah. was smart making the moves that they did because when they come back into the house they don't really have anything else aimed at them you know what I mean right. like they can kind of use the move they pulled to their advantage even a Tyson being like hey man we could have put you in everybody was saying to put you in but we didn't I mean I used yeah. that move with Laurel once um, you could definitely uh, use that to your advantage and since they've proven that they're skilled players you know that could be enough to get them to the end Honestly, I think there's a they're in a really, really good position. Someone who's not in a good position, our girl Shannon. Oh. But she she fought and I we had a really good conversation with her. Yes. We learned a lot. And I love that she never
2: gave up. Like kudos to yes. you, Shannon. You never quit. You never tapped out. And I respect that so much.
1: Yeah, I respect it so much. And also we got the tea, you guys, on Woo. why she was the way that she was in episode one. And I, Day and I did not did you see it coming, Day? No. No. A girl. And she had to say it a couple times for it to click, like, wait a (laughs) minute, oh, that's why <laughs> that was like, oh, it makes so much sense now. And it's actually kind of a really funny reason. So we get into all of that in this episode. Yes. You know, it's very fun and I'm excited for you guys to be here. So make sure you stick around because yes. our interview with Shannon St. Clair is coming up next.
2: And remember, we want to hear from you. So please send us your questions through the comments on Apple Podcasts and on social media with the hashtag AskChallengeUSA. And maybe we'll use the spiciest, juiciest, mm, Mm -mm. Yes, the great questions In an upcoming Pick Your Poison segment
1: Absolutely, you could be that one Because nobody's picking the pick your poison The the fan questions yet, they're (laughs) afraid of y'all But one person will and you could be that person Whose question gets picked So make sure you send it in with USA Hashtag and uh, stick right here Because right after this break We are going to get into it with Shannon Sinclair Yes
3: There's joy in every journey.
1: Shannon, Shannon, we are so happy to have you here with us. Welcome to the Official Challenge podcast. Okay, how was it watching back that episode? How do you feel right now?
4: Thank you so much for having me on. That was a wild episode. I was so nervous watching it and I was...
1: Why were you nervous?
4: I like my palms are sweaty and I was shaking. I don't know because you
1: sound like an Eminem song. I know <laughs> <What?
4: I'm not laughs> my my rap here for Eminem, but it's just it's so nerve wracking. Still being a viewer, even mm-hmm. though I was, you know, a challenger on it. So it's just I'm, I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen? You know? Yeah. That was that yeah. was a really nerve wracking episode though, out of a lot of them that have been aired already.
1: And then you yeah. also
2: have to relive it you know? Yeah. So you have to put yourself back in that space where it's like, oh, I remember how I felt in this moment. And oh, like, you know, yeah, my adrenaline's just bumping the same as if I'm in elimination right now or
4: doing that scary challenge. So and
1: let's talk. Let's talk about that challenge a little bit, because so you get paired with Derek. First of all, when you got paired with Derek, how are you feeling? Were you excited? Were you like, yes, I've been waiting on this pairing? Were you indifferent? Kind of what was the vibe for you?
4: I was feeling really good about being paired with Derek um, just because I knew that he had strong alliances and you know Big Brother you know they were moving different in the mm-hmm. compound so you what always do you mean kinda by that? like they were just more more political with their gameplay and more sneaky in a sense which gave them really good gameplay situation Mm -hmm. so Mm. also i was i became friends with derek in the compound so i was just glad that i was with him i know he's really good at puzzles like we a little behind the scenes that day derek uh, got me up and me and him were just running laps in the compound so i knew right then was this before
1: the sprained ankle
4: yeah, this was okay, before yeah. the hamstring pull. The hamstring, it was, okay. Yeah, so um, it, was good, it was a good feeling to get Derek for sure. Well,
2: let's talk about this hamstring pull because when it happens, <laughs> you immediately yell it out. And so, oh two things I want to know. You tell all your business, all, <laughs> all your things. business, right, Shannon, what going on? Oh girl, two things <laughs> I want to know. One, who were you talking to? Because you kind of just yelled <laughs> out, there, were you talking to TJ? Were you talking to your cast members? Like, who were you talking no, to? I too- wasn't talking to TJ. Why I'm would you there. say it?
4: I know. Oh, my God. That was so bad watching it back. But you guys, you guys understand, like, when you're up there, you feel so far away from the cast, from TJ, from everybody. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I was up there, I didn't want Derek to think I was struggling on anything. I wanted to let... Him and him only know that my foot was stuck in the netting and was pulling my hamstring. So I didn't want my partner to think I wasn't holding my weight. Gotcha. Ah. I think I yelled it because I'm loud. I'm Italian. I'm from Philly. I scream when I talk. So I realized just watching back, I was like, What the hell was that? Like, I didn't realize everybody and their mother down the street could hear me say (laughs) that. So right then and there, like when I was up there, it's just like a blackout for me. So I I totally wish I could take that back. I think that would have honestly saved my ass into going to elimination. So it was super cringe to hear me uh, yell that out for everyone to hear.
1: (laughs) And I mean, yeah, it was a little it was a little cringe to watch, but I get it. And so it sounds like so you were just trying to tell that to Derek, not Derek. And everyone... In and South mama. America. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. When you, oh, God. <laughs>
2: because we, we heard you did. in California, girl. And I'm yeah. like,
1: oh. <laughs> oh. We heard it all the way. OK, so but after that, like, when you did announce that, in that very moment, did you recognize, like, uh-oh, shouldn't have said that? Or were you not even realizing that people were clued into it yet until you got back to the challenge house?
4: I didn't even realize it until I got back into the house because I realized that everyone could see that my mm-hmm. my sneakers like couldn't get out of the hole. I don't know, I guess I have like tinier feet. So when it went through, it went all the way through. So I could not gotcha. get it out of the netting mm-hmm. so I could see everybody saw me. I didn't necessarily think that they thought I got hurt because even me watching it back, it doesn't look like I pulled shit. Yeah, yeah, it didn't man. look like an injury. So in my head, I'm like, all right, good. But I thought I was just yelling to Derek so that he could hear me on the whole other side of the course. Mm -hmm. And I I yelled it to, again, all of South America. So that was a really, really bad thing for me to do.
1: When you showed up to this particular challenge, because this one looked intense. And and Day has talked about doing challenges where she had to jump off the containers and she caught pneumonia and almost died. Glad she's still here. Were you excited about this particular challenge? Were you, compared to the others you've done so far, were you scared about this particular one? Like kind of... What was your thought when TJ explains the rules of what you guys are going to be doing that day?
4: I was definitely scared because I did not like the second challenge, the Yeah Boy challenge, um, mm. because uh. of lights and water. So, and we don't know what the hell's in that water. That's another thing. Every time, girl, no, you don't. <laughs> <Al-American> <laughs> it looks nasty. Water. I'm like, it is just... this guaranteed? Like, is, is something going to come in, you know, that's it might. foreign to me and grab me and pull me under and eat me? Like, did anybody check the water? So nope. once <laughs> I saw that this <laughs> was 10 times that and it was also higher up and there was like a rope swing that's like upper body. Like, I don't know if you guys heard me in the first episode with me trying to do upper body with push-ups. Like, ever since I got my implants in, I can't do that shit. So for <laughs> me, hilarious. I was like, oh, fuck, you know, that <laughs> rope swing is going to be that's going to be tough but that was the least of my worries it was just honestly I didn't think that drop was going to be that bad when I fell mm-hmm. and, I, and I got my leg caught, but that, that was pretty
2: rough. So funny story, how you talk about things coming up out of the water in the challenge that I was telling you about, Devin, the one that was like this, we were mm-hmm. doing it and a seal posted up on the side <laughs> of us, like in the middle yeah, yeah. of the challenge. And we just had to keep oh, going and a seal yeah. is looking at me. I'm looking at it. We look at each so other. Cute. It yeah. was just there. It's so crazy. That's but cute. this is about you, Shannon. So you were able to finish <laughs> this challenge, you know? And so how did it feel to be one of the... The only two love islanders to actually finish the challenge and what was it like to watch kira fall oh my gosh
4: oh my god i mean it obviously felt good to be one of the love islanders that finished because we were all in this together um but i knew how bad kira was sick um mm-hmm. she went to the hospital and got food poisoning so oh wow just seeing kira up there like i didn't see her for a day no one knew if she was even coming back to do the challenge like I was just proud of her that she got up and did that because, like, Enzo couldn't even, you know, grab the rope and and try it. Versus Kira was actually sick, throwing her guts up all night and all day. And she attempted and ate shit both times. I'd rather eat shit both times and say, I did it and I'm fucking sick than not do it at all. So I was super proud of Kira. But damn, when she hit that water, I felt it. We all felt it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad you really explained the context of her sickness because I have to say watching it, you know, seeing her not want to try again, initially you feel a little like, come on, man, like that's kind of what the challenge is all about, right, is trying again. But then on the other side of that, food poisoning is no joke. So her even attempting that far was really like props to Kira. And then Enzo, like can we talk about, did Enzo say anything when he got back to the house about why he just didn't he just didn't like it wasn't just do it he just didn't so did he say anything when he got in the house like what was the vibe around why enzo just froze in that moment
4: i think that like as you can see in these previous challenges like enzo can't swim well and i I think Mm -hmm. nobody really knew that until like it was kind of happening Mm -hmm. so i think that he obviously just has like a fear of water like Leo's more open about it aza was more Mm -hmm. open about it Cache. So there's certain people that are more open with their partners about it, and I think Enzo gotcha. was like a, had like a sneaky fear.
1: He was fronting, got you, yeah. Um,
4: because when it came down to it, like he didn't even try it, and you know it it sucked. I mean, at least Justine tried it, but yeah,
1: he, right. She she, didn't she get killed it. Like Justine it. did a good. I mean, Justine her upper body aside strength, from looking oh flawless gosh. while doing it, yeah. She He's killed it,
2: stunning the recovery. Stunning. Did you see how she recovered and saved herself? Yes. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yes. she should have let
4: right go of that. Oh she was my really god, smart about it. And it's unfortunate that you know she had a partner like Enzo that only cared about himself in that pairing. You always have to think about your partner too,
1: right? Right, and yeah. just at least try because I think it's interesting. An episode or two ago, we saw everyone gunning for Leo, right? Because the idea being no one wants to be paired with a weak partner. Right. So we see that we hear that in the house. And I'm not saying Leo is weak, but he was perceived as weak based on his experience. You know, his right, performance what on the challenge like two episodes ago. So I would think that knowing how people reacted to that, right, like knowing that's part of why Leo got, you know, part of the reason why Leo got put in um, that Enzo or anyone else would think it's better to go out fighting, trying. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't complete it, it's better to at least be like, oh, man, like. I just slipped that day or whatever versus being like no I'm just gonna quit because I think that's the scariest thing for any competitor right like Shannon you wouldn't want to be paired with a guy who you thought especially if we're talking getting to the final a guy who you thought could potentially quit on you
4: absolutely or am not. I wrong about that I, I want a yeah. fighter I don't care if Leo talks about being uh, a cat in every episode He's <laughs> he it. so what shit do you gotta I- say you didn't even get up and try and do it And that just shows all the other female partners that could potentially get Enzo that Mm -hmm. now he's a red flag.
1: I I kind of agree because he also said, you know, this if I win this elimination, it erases everything. And I'm thinking, nah, brah, it doesn't. Because (laughs) because you don't forget it. And the final (laughs) is that times 10, right? Be prepared that there could be some water involved in that final. And if you can't handle it now... How are you going to handle that with no sleep for twenty four hours? You know, or yeah. thirty six hours, as right. at least one of the finals I did was. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that erases that. Okay, so let's fast forward from the actual challenge <laughs> part, though. You go home after that day. Are you feeling good and safe? Like, like what is? What are you and Derek? really feeling after this particular challenge daily like are you feeling like no one's coming for you or what
4: absolutely not I felt like I had the biggest target on my back than I did all season so far um I felt more disappointed in myself like I was bringing my partner Derek down with me Mm -hmm. because of yelling out to everybody that mm-hmm. I had pulled my hamstring which all right I didn't break my leg okay like right, I'm a tough <laughs> bitch I've been an athlete my whole life I did the whole course again with a pulled hamstring and I competed in the elimination carrying um tires with a yeah yeah right. you and did you I can't and held your aspect? own right come on I mean I'm I'm tough in that aspect I I understand where it came from from everybody else like I know that the guys I haven't been partnered up with they see that as you know a threat to their game like am I going to get them to the final You know, Mm -hmm. am am I going to scream out an injury? Something like that. You know, (laughs) this is my first time. You know, I never really watched the challenge previously. So for me, I was Uh living like my studying, like everything I was learning in there, I was learning in real time, which, again, I didn't think I was ever going to be on this season. So for me, it was a big shock when I was put in. Um, so again, it was just a big learning curve. Like I would have done so many things differently if mm-hmm. I knew for sure I was going in. I would have watched the fucking show, probably would have <laughs> a little bit like. I I brought all bathing suits in my suitcase because I thought this was a vacation for my birthday and oh we girl this oh, is Love oh, Island
1: oh, no. no yeah oh, no. I did girls
4: I did not think I was being put on the challenge this all. is
1: America's fifth sport Ooh. you realize that oh, it is America's I, fifth I know that now <laughs>
4: like I know that now but it just was it was a big like shock. I knew it was going to be, you know, cutthroat like challenges, like crazy Mm -hmm. shit that I've heard Mm -hmm. of. But I didn't think I was going to be on the show. I I wasn't supposed to. You keep saying
1: that. What do you mean you didn't think you were going to be on it? Why? Give us the tea.
4: So I was supposed to be an alternate. Mm. I was like the last alternate to even be considered. And my thing was, okay, Argentina, it's over my birthday. I'll bring my bathing suits tan all day and whatever, you know, have a good time not going mm-hmm. in. You know, mm-hmm. um, my boyfriend was an alternate. I knew I was oh. gonna be the last. Wait, one.
1: your boyfriend was an alternate?
4: Yeah, Josh. Ooh, that would oh. been interesting. So me and Josh went into this together saying, all right, we'll go go home. And then maybe if there was an opportunity to do the challenge again, we would be good. We would have a, a leg up because we came as alternates. So the fact that Day,
1: like- Wait, so when you, so were you alternates that were already flown out? Is that what's happening? Like you guys were, yeah. so you guys were on oh. location, but for those who don't know, so because this show does involve injuries and things that can happen, life happens, right? And, and now with COVID, all of that stuff, right. they would also call alternates. So they figure out kind of the main cast uh, and then they'll call some extra people in case for some reason, someone that they had planned on having on the show can't be on it. So you were flown out with your boyfriend And then how did how did they come to pick you then? You said you were kind of the last alternate considered. Like, how did that what do you think happened?
4: So I don't know if this is true or not. Mm -hmm. So do not hold me to this. But, uh, you know, rumors go around. I'm like, how the hell did I get here? I need some info. And what I heard was I was replacing a girl that was no longer able to be on the CBS version of the challenge. So what happened was my boyfriend and I flew out a day before Mm-hmm. The whole original cast did. So we were already okay. in Argentina and we yeah. were, you know, laying out, we were tanning, we were going to the gym, you know, there was a hot tub, certain things that, you know, mainly you're quarantined. Like you can't leave the hotel,
1: but you're like yeah. quarantining. So so that's why you thought it would be a vacation. That makes sense. You 100%. were like, I'm not actually competing. Now mm. it makes sense, girl. All right. That, okay, well, that's no. fair. That's I fair. You're like, they're never we- going to call me. Girl, to, and then they threw you into the you, dungeon. I can't make
4: this shit up. I don't know <laughs> if they needed some comedic relief or what the hell happened. But they wanted you. I wish they told me. They I wanted had a long you, picnic, baby. I. I
1: so I then, don't. were you happy or scared when they when they say, "Okay, you're on this vacation, all expenses, Argentinian vacation, basically, <laughs> with your boyfriend," and they're like, "Okay, Shannon, you're, we're putting you in, right? Like, coach is putting you in. Were you?" excited were you scared were you pissed like what I were was you shitting feeling
4: bricks i when i tell you i was <laughs> shitting bricks they put me up in a suite with my boyfriend we were in there together he's a Aww. personal trainer this is his shit mm-hmm. you know this is mm-hmm. his dream he likes the challenge and i just mm-hmm. felt like i i honestly felt mad at myself because now i know if i'm ever an alternate for anything else I might as well act like I'm original cast because I will never, ever let myself be in that position again. I'm a winner. I don't do that shit. I prepare, I study. I would have looked all these people up on social media. I would have watched all their seasons. I would have my shit down to a T in a scorebook. I'm not kidding. So the fact Mm -hmm. that I felt so vulnerable because I had no time to prepare and it was my own fault. You know, I can't blame the network. I can't blame anybody besides me. I, you know, was just stupid enough to think, Oh, like, let's just go. And it's over my birthday. And this is a good thing. So that next time when, you know, callings come for the challenge, I will, I was already there as an alternate. Maybe they'll consider me. But mm-hmm. so the fact when they said, okay, Shannon, they basically said, pulled me in the morning. We already had a gym um session planned. So I had mm-hmm. my workout outfit on. She came in and she said, I need to talk to you. And she said, You have 30 minutes, pack up your stuff and send you over to the compound. And I looked at her and Mm -hmm. I just started laughing my ass off. I'm like, you are hilarious. Like, girl, I didn't know you were that funny. Like, so what time's lunch? And she goes, no, no, no. You're going to pack your stuff up. I go, do I get a phone call? Like, well, I was only supposed to be out there for two weeks. I ended up staying like six weeks on the show. So a lot of things had to happen. I had to get, you know, housing or boarding for my dog. I had to -hmm. to figure out so much shit because it was. Oh, you were completely
2: unprepared.
4: Oh, when I tell you I was there for two weeks on the dot and coming home, I had brand deals. I had work I needed to postpone. Like it was more than just, you know, me being scared to go in. It actually had a, a lot of factors in my life. I had to like figure out within that 30 minutes. That was like the scariest probably 30 minutes of my life. Um, wow. Just know that's why the first episode you see me like crying because I was like, I'm so sore because I went balls to the wall in the gym because I'm thinking I'm not going to go, you know,
1: right eat
4: on the challenge. I just thought like I'm going to build up my stamina and for real life shit. So I, that's why I was crying. And I don't, you know, like okay. I'm an ugly crier. You saw at the end, but like for me, that's why everyone's like, oh, she's crying because she's doing push ups, you know, like what a bitch. Like for me, I'm like, are you kidding? I came out here with my boyfriend, got thrown in. I never watched Survivor. I never watched Big Brother. I never watched Amazing. I don't know who these people are. So when mm. I came in, they were strangers. Like, you know, Tyson's walking around in a red velvet robe. I don't know who he is from a hole in the wall. Like, I, I had no idea. So when people were like, you know, Sarah, like, oh, she won the chat or she won the, you know, Survivor, or she won her show, she's big dog. I didn't know. And I, honestly, I didn't care because I didn't. <laughs> and you don't know have you. to know. Yeah. It's so, like, I don't know. So I you, know. Want, like, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm getting to know people. I'm like, Oh, what show are you on? And they give me a dirty look like, yeah, you, you know, nobody, I don't know you. So I'm kind yeah. of like blank, you know, clean slate, like equal playing field. I had a lot to, of work to do and it was really hard trying to play any kind of political game when I'm trying to figure out what the hell is in a political game.
1: Like, are but they Shannon, were friend? you telling everybody that, by the way, because the same way you shouted out about your hamstring yep. when you yep. got in and that house, one. were you like, I Ooh. wouldn't I'm not supposed to be here? Or did you keep that to yourself?
4: No, no, I didn't. Um, I, I mainly <laughs> stayed between the Love Island girls. We like called ourselves okay, the Ligs, L-I-G-S. So I mainly was confiding in them because I didn't know anybody else. So at least it kind of stayed hush, but there's no hush hush in the compound. Like you say one thing and it spreads like wildfire. So,
2: right. Cause you know I what did, you did say? I didn't you did tell everybody concept. you wanted to go home.
4: Yeah. I didn't know the concept of the challenge. So I'm sitting with Giovanni and I'm like, I don't want to be here. like, what the hell? I, I was so distraught that. It fucked my game up in the beginning, too, for me to be acting like that because I didn't know the concept of the challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew that you competed and you did crazy shit and it was like Fear Factor and Wipeout. That's all I really knew. I watched like half Wipeout right like before <laughs> I, I went right in. It was bad. It was, it was bad.
2: After saying that you wanted to go home in episode one and we saw how that spread around the house, are you glad that you stuck around making it as far as you did? Are you glad that you allowed yourself to have this experience? A hundred percent. I mean,
4: I knew that it was a shitty way of getting thrown in, but I learned so much about myself. Mm -hmm. I learned how to gameplay people like, you know, I don't take shit from anybody and I'm really good at judging character. So although I was slow to picking it up, once I did like. You couldn't tell me shit. I knew you were trying to get information out of me. I knew Mm -hmm. that you were snaking around with somebody else in the back. Like, don't play that with me because I was a big target the whole time. And I Mm. damn sure knew of it. But I'm just so proud of myself because no one else was an alternate. Nobody else was in my position. Everyone was Challenge fans. You know, everyone was Love Island fan. They all watched my season. They all knew me, which was Mm -hmm. weird because I wish I did the same. I wish I did my homework and was Mm. able to do that as well. So. Um, I'm just proud of my, I stayed longer than a lot of really good players. Yeah, you've stayed
1: longer than a lot of people, even on, on, you know, the, the other editions of the challenge. So props to you for staying so long. Um, You 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 said you felt like your name was a target this whole time, right? Mainly Uh, because you told everybody you wanted to go home day one. Yeah. Uh, How shocked were you to hear your name called in that elimination? Because as a viewer, I actually was shocked that they went with you. Um, I wasn't you and Derek you weren't Dei, no you
2: knew I wasn't I mean, it's some that's the easiest thing to do she said she was hurt no different I, than with a Tiffany know, situation yeah. you know what I'm saying I know it was Tiffany easy she was hurt. but I
1: was I was one if there's ever a time to take a shot and I know that it's risky but taking a shot at Tyson when he is paired with a partner who is like on her last breath at that moment.
2: If Tyson so, does come back, that's the problem. But I if agree, Shannon but, and Derek came back, like Desi said, what what's gonna happen? Right. If they come yeah. back, what's gonna happen? You know? That's
1: fair, but at a certain point, you have to figure out when it's a time to pick- Oh, yeah. When to take the big move, right? And if everybody keeps playing this scared game, though, at Tyson, you're screw- you are sealing your own fate. Um, and playing a game for him, kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. kind
4: of what it was because I knew that Derek wanted to put Tyson in, he's been saying it all season.
2: I don't mm-hmm. know oh, what
4: he had. He wanted to throw a curveball and kind of be like, uh, mm-hmm. make a big splash on this season for him. I knew he wanted Tyson in, but mm-hmm. you know, me and Desi are friends, so I know Desi, she's not like drama, she doesn't want to be yeah. in it, she doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Which. Yeah, it can, can go either way. But I, I wasn't shocked at all when they said my name.
1: Even though you guys are friends? You said you and Desi are friends. I'd be damn shocked if Dave sent me in. <laughs> I'm
4: friends with everybody. And, like, Desi's so amazing. Like, I I don't blame her, you know, because at the same time, like, I know that I was hurt. And then after that, I was, like, playing it off like I wasn't hurt. But Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to lie, it was it was kind of like I I had to go. Like I I knew after that uh, elimination, like Mm -hmm. I went right to the ambulance and got my whole like iced up and uh, I I, I took medicine and stuff like that. So I knew that if I was thrown back in, it would still it would never like escape me because like pulled hammies, you guys know, like you don't you never know. Like, but this one really hurt. So I didn't know how how long I was going to be out for. But uh, no, I wasn't shocked. Um what wasn't said- the best game move, you know? It was, you know, another big brother and a girl that's hurt. Like, Alyssa was like, yeah, great. Like, good job, David. Like, it, you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't like a crazy twist, you know?
1: So you and Desi, are you guys still friends now? Even though she made that comment too, saying that kind of you and Derek were easy and it meant nothing to yeah. like throw you guys in. Yeah. I mean, did you feel something about that at all watching it?
4: Not really, because I think that everybody gets a little closer after the show is done airing. Like, um, I'm friends with everybody in the compound, but Desi was Survivor Strong. So I never Mm -hmm. knew. I I always knew, no matter what happened, I wouldn't be the first, second, third, or fourth on her team. Like, I always knew. I wasn't stupid. I was not naive. I knew where I stood in people's rankings and where I was with certain people. So yeah, we're friends. Yeah, we'll go out to brunch after this when the show's over. But in the challenge, Mm -hmm. I can't blame her for that because I'm not part of Survivor. And me and Desi didn't exactly have an alliance together, which I Mm -hmm.
2: knew that. That So at this point in the game, the Survivor and the Big Brother alliances seem to be crumbling. It's it's going bad. It's messy. It's messy. yeah, What was your thought process of that before going into elimination? Did you feel like as you were watching this happening, did you feel like, OK, so Love Island, we might have a chance to really just sit back and let them duke it out?
4: Yeah, I mean, I could definitely tell just not even knowing anything and being in the compound at first there was a lot of high tensions like survivor was fighting with survivor big brother had bad blood with big brother and the right. love island people were like hey what's up <laughs> How you, doing? you know like so i knew that everybody saw love island as weak but in reality y'all didn't even have a good relationship with each other like we did right so right, yeah i i don't know where that kind of came from that love island was the weakest link like I do get you it, think it's
1: because there was competition, so much, like, physical competition yes. sort of in the other shows, right? Like, they're yeah. all really kind of throaty
4: There was puzzles. Like, Love Island, we made out with each other in Hawaii or on an island. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I get it. I, I still am <laughs> kind of mad, like, how did they ask Love Island to be part of this? But like, we're funny. We're funny and we're social and we get people like I feel like so
1: you think that's how you stayed strong because you guys were making out and you're funny and you're social
4: <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I think they wanted more of the poly dicking probably from love islanders like the flirting mm-hmm. aspect which I mean I wasn't doing any of that because I was in a relationship but um no I think we're just like easy to talk to and honestly like we're kind of straight up like if if we don't fuck with you we don't fuck with you versus but like how you guys stayed
1: strong as a group together right like how your alliance didn't crack or break do you think it's because like why do you think not why you guys just got along with everybody else now but like why you guys managed to really stay rooting for each other when we're starting to see these other alliances eat each other from within cough cough big brother cough cough (laughs) you know what
2: Um, i honestly (laughs) just
4: think it comes down to like who are you actually real friends with on the outside like
1: how
0: mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. are
4: you from you know you right. guys can say you guys are best friends well that's weird because you stab each other in the back and smile on each other's faces Ooh. we're not really like that so for us i felt like wow. if we had anything we had that social game and we had that loyalty within you know love island and i know there it comes to a point especially like right now in the season where it gets nitty-gritty where you're with someone and you might need to throw people in but yeah, but We're not we're not blindsiders in that aspect. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that shows our cards or not. But I know damn straight people were intimidated that we were so loyal and we were
2: sticking with each other no matter what. Well, see, here's the thing. You guys were so loyal, in my opinion, to each other because you really didn't have any other choice but to be loyal to each other. Where was the beef? There was no beef. Shows like Survivor and shows like Big Brother, they were competing against each other. So they had opportunities where they had to snake each other. So there was bad blood coming into the show. You guys sat up, drank, twerked, turned up, all y'all did, all y'all seasons. You know what I'm saying? So when you come into this show, You guys get to sit back and watch all of these beefs rise and come to a head while you're like, okay, so what's going to happen? You can sip your tea and
1: chill. The first challenge I ever did was Battle of the Seasons 2, which meant I came in with my real world, some of my real world Brooklyn castmates. And let me Mm -hmm. just say, we did not get along and we did not compete on real world. Same thing. We're not making out with each other. ew. But (laughs) we weren't as strong as we see the Love Island girls on This season of the challenge, like we had some real and actually still to this day have some real issues. Uh, I think so, exactly. plus,
4: yeah, plus, you guys have to understand, like, we went into this with Cash and Cinco, not even mm-hmm. looking at each other, right? We were all right, bad.
1: right? Like, no matter, right? You no, know,
4: we were the weakest link in in the compound, apparently. That everybody thought we also were fighting against each other with relationship issues. So, like, mm-hmm. Cash, uh, Cashel and Kira, like, they didn't talk for a year, like, that was weird. And then, like, yeah, Cash and Cinco, so we already felt like although they did have their bad blood we did too mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think that the girls just decided to stick together a little stronger so that we looked more loyal as uh, a tv show compared yeah. to the other ones so like although you know i know there's bad blood in competitions but like if she hooked up with your man then you know that brings the person shit. so you yeah that's have to fair understand it's not only playing a game it's relationships and emotions that yeah hire people up so Mm -hmm. you know i either way you look at it it was
2: it was it was all right we ended up being okay i'm so glad you brought that up about the exes because kira had her ex there It was cashel and then cash had Cinco. would you have been able to play this game if they had brought in one of your exes
4: no Mm. Yeah, actually I could and it you wouldn't it wouldn't be pretty. Like you I would throw their rats <laughs> in. I don't care who they're with. Like, you know what I mean? You have to think about that, like they It's outside of the show shit, like Cash and have dated outside of the show. So did Kira Cashel. This is real world shit. This isn't, you know, challenge and competitions and games and TJ's, you know, finals and stuff like that. It's real world shit and it actually really hurts. So, um, you know, no, I don't don't think a lot of people could have done, you know, what they went through with their exes. I'm glad my ex was not in there. Mm
1: Now, you said you never watched the show. What was the most shocking part then of being in the challenge house Mm -hmm. for you?
4: Um, I think the most shocking part was obviously the living conditions because I didn't think it was going to be like that. And then the fact that people are so fake, like Mm. I didn't realize like gameplay men manipulate people that you smile to their face and then you talk shit and throw them under the bus after. So I'm very like a straight up person. Like, you know, if I fuck with you or not and vice versa. So for me that I think that was the hardest part was like the manipulation, Mm. trying to get on board with that and trying to understand, no, you know, that's gameplay. No, in the real world, you get your ass beat, you know? So like, I think that was a hard part for me was just understanding how conniving and manipulative you had to be to people right in front of your face that sleep next to you in a bunker. Um, you know, you brush your teeth with them, you eat breakfast with them, and then you're talking about how you're going to get them out of the game. It, it was different. And I caught on and I understood it at the end. Um, but I think that was probably the hardest part. It, it wasn't the challenges. It was more of the mental and social game. that was just confusing because I would see people talking to other people and then I would hear, oh no, they hate each other. They got each other out in X, Y, and Z on, on that, on their season. And I'm like, mm-hmm is someone writing this down? Like, do I want to have like a portable television where I can just quickly watch this to understand it because they look like they're best friends.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So for
4: me as an outsider being my first time, I think it just took me a little bit longer to pick up who actually didn't like each other and who was in a secret alliance or who was
2: someone's secret number one. Yeah. So in watching the show, was there anyone in their confessionals who had something to say about you that surprised you?
4: Yeah, when Tyson was running his mouth saying like, oh, you know, apparently Shannon doesn't want to be here. I don't give a fuck about any of them. Tyson, what Mm -hmm. about that handshake you made up calling yourself a lig girl, calling yourself, you know, you're one of the Love Island girls. Like, it just seems like everyone, and I love Tyson outside of this now because, you know, it's different. But Mm -hmm. it's just funny how you see certain people um, like Sarah or Tyson, like trying to get in so badly whether that's trying mm. to learn our lingo trying to talk about tiktok references trying to act like they're one of us i smell it from a mile mm. away mm. you know we're out i can tell if you don't like me i can tell if you're trying to be my friend i can tell when you're trying and it's weird it's just like to me i just like like have to laugh it off because like you either think i'm so stupid or so far left that you have no idea like what i'm thinking but it I, I'm not. I was never an ass kisser in this game. I was never mm-hmm. begging anybody. Please don't, don't put me in. I'll, I'll, I'll be here right here. No, no, no. You put me in. I'll come for blood. I'll do my best, and I'll come back yes. and we can talk about it. That's just the yes. way I am.
1: So speaking of that sort of confident vibe, though, that you have going on. So let's talk about then that badassery that we're getting right now. Yes. How did it feel? You show up to elimination. They say your name. When you see, before TJ even explains anything, and you just kind of see like the ropes, what are you feeling and thinking in this moment? Are you feeling that same? Like, I'm going for blood. I got this. Are you like a little nervous? How are you feeling?
4: I was a little scared because of my hamstring, because I know those Mm -hmm. tires are heavy and it's in sand. I almost wanted it to be on like blacktop. Because if it was mm-hmm. on blacktop, at least I would have had a sturdy surface. But if of I push my ankle weird and that hamstring pops out, I'm going to look like an ass. I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself. So that's mm-hmm. the only thing I was nervous about was the injury that I had. But no, mm-hmm. I was like, like I snap right into it. My adrenaline kicks and I'm like my competition side comes out and I'm like, yes. let's fucking go. Like, let's go. Not looking back. Like, let's get it. Uh, but there's times, obviously, you know, like we're confident women. We know what we can do. But then there's times where you're just like, holy shit, I'm scared. You
3: know?
1: <laughs> Were oh, you more yeah. scared when TJ delivered his twist? Or uh, like, like, did you think, you know, when TJ. he was like, all right, get ready, go. Did you really think that was all you had to do? And how did you feel when TJ was like, psych, here's another layer to it? Derek was ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he
4: was. Derek, Derek was halfway <laughs> off the platform. I'm like, dude, hey, he didn't even want to like, like, come on. acts like, let's simmer down, get your head in the game. Like He's not even done explaining it. I was nervous because I thought he was going to add more of like um, uh, endurance aspect to it. So when he said Mm -hmm. it was spelling, I was like, all right, you know, I think that I got this. I know Derek's pretty good with that stuff. Um, So I I was still a little nervous because, you know, like. Justine got like cynical. Like I couldn't even spell that four words. And I got goggles. <laughs> that wasn't entirely fair. Right
1: I now. kind of agree. I my kind of agree. Just- I appreciate you, Shannon, giving props <laughs> to Justine like that because I kind of agree. No,
4: my girl Justine, you know, that was not fair at all. I'd be pissed if I was her. But anyway, they ended up winning anyway. But um, no, I was, again, shitting my pants. I'm like, what more can you add, TJ? I'm her right. and I'm carrying <laughs> right. tires. And we're so bruised up. You guys know how it is after you go mm-hmm. through a challenge. You're bruised mm-hmm. up. You know, you're yeah. swallowing all that water. Everyone's on the toilet. It, Girl, don't cool. swallow
1: the water. But,
4: I mean, after <laughs> those like 25 foot drops, like it just gets up in your, sh- it just gets up in your nose and stuff. So, yeah. you know how it is going in to elimination after a challenge. No one wants to be in there. It hurts. You're already bruised up and exhausted. Um so Was it
1: harder going against one of your Love Island girls? Because we just yeah. talked about how close you guys are. Like, yeah. that's your clique. That and your then friend. to have to go against Justine, it, like, you know, does it make it worse? Or does it make it where you're like, okay, at least, I, like, I hope one of us comes out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What is, what's it like going up against a friend like that?
4: No, it made it worse because I knew either way we were going to be weakened. I knew that a Love Island girl was going to go home. And for me at this point, I'm like, I just understood the game, baby. Like, I was just getting into my uh, my era here. So it sucked going up against Justine because I would rather it be somebody that I wasn't really close with. That way I, right. could, I could shit talk. I could be like, eh, like, let's go. Like, when I say I'm coming for blood, I mean, like, it's a saying. Like, I'm coming to... Show what I have, and you know, Enzo, you didn't even get onto the platform. You didn't even try it. So for me, I felt more shots fired, confident, but at the same time, like going against Justine, that sucked. Like that, we we weren't weren't smiling. Like that wasn't fun. Me and Justine knew that, like, no matter what, like, we love each other, and may the best player win. Is really, you know, Justine didn't want to go up against me because I was hurt. That doesn't make her feel good. That's not a that's not like a win win in her situation. So that that was hard going up against her.
2: So in this elimination, you have to stack the tires on the other side, right? You we I don't know if you saw because you were in the moment you and Derek were so in the moment. But did either of you see that the tires had fallen off. And if you did, why didn't either one of you stop and restack them? Thank you for asking this question. Yeah, we all want to know. So once Derek
4: threw the tire and the whole stack fell, I (laughs) stopped and I go, we got to restack. And Derek said, no, 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 just keep going. He said, just keep going. Uh... There was a point where I said, we need to keep them all on the platform or all that running, all that, you know, getting those tires was for nothing. So I started to restack and he goes, don't worry about it. Just go, go, go. Like he was so... In game mode, like, yeah. I think if we stopped and actually thought about it and we're being realistic, we should have cleaned up what, mm-hmm. what mess we made before going and getting more. Um, and in that moment, you know, I'm just listening to Derek because he seems to know what he's doing. He seems very confident. I'm not going to go again. I'm not going to start an argument in the middle of an elimination. If he says go, I'm going to go. Right. Um, so I kept going. But it's also funny because – I couldn't, and uh, this is a little behind the scenes um, of what maybe people didn't get to see. I couldn't reach the tires. I couldn't reach. I was going to ask that. Height. Okay, how
1: tall are you?
4: I'm five. I'm five one on a good day. Like I'm oh. okay I'm because four, Tyson I'm...
1: he made a comment about height, right? So yeah. so so you're five one on a good day. Yeah. You so you couldn't what get the tires all the way off like off that pole. So
4: the pole was too high for me so me and derek decided i was gonna put two tires together as a step stone so i would have to climb up um step oh, up on those tires. that's what i was to about be. to ask but you have to understand like the tires are so wobbly every time i stepped up my ankle slipped off the tires Ooh, fell oh. have to set up my step stool do it again mm-hmm. so that's a little bts that i felt like um just wasn't shown was how much i was not only struggling with the injury, but struggling reaching the pole, at the top of the pole to get the tires off. And they said, Derek's not allowed to help me. So Derek uh, couldn't even get the tire off for me. He had it. To uh, me, and I run. I had to do it. So that was dang. a struggle too. That was hard was every time I would step up on my step stool, the tires would crumble. I would fall and I have to do it again. And that's where it comes well, in where Tyson was talking about height
1: you did your thing then because with all those challenges yeah. right day like you yeah. you held your own you were making it happen you didn't from a viewer perspective you didn't look like a with that injury as well like you were slowing down so like props to you and great yeah. job seriously for doing the Thank damn you. thing in elimination and when you were injured you came oh, a I long wanted, way from episode so one but
4: i wanted to give up so bad so many But times. you didn't. But I didn't, and I'm so glad that I didn't because I know I'm a fighter, and I was just so proud that I even made it that far. And even in the elimination, when I was down bad, I was ready. I said, pack my shit up. I'm ready to go. It's just that drive. You girls know, like, yep. that, that fire that's
2: like, mm-hmm. hell no,
4: like, let's let's get this done. So I left it all out there for
2: sure. I love that. And I know TJ was happy too, because one thing he does not like is a quitter. Oh, so yeah. the fact oh. that you
1: kept pushing through girl. Yeah. And he was yelling, like I've never seen TJ yell like that. And the way he was yelling in that elimination, he said he lost his voice. Was that inspiring or <laughs> annoying? When TJ was yelling? I
4: think it was ins- it was like it wasn't inspiring, but it wasn't annoying, but it did show that like he truly saw the fight in all of us and yeah. the fact that he exerted his voice that much cuz he was cheering us on like that's a lot for TJ. You know, usually he's like, come on, guys, anybody's game. Like, he was screaming because he knew how Aww. bad we all wanted it. And I I was, like, really, really happy to hear him, like, cheering us on. It felt good. Even though I blacked out, I didn't hear anybody anyway. Um, it was nice to watch back and hear that. Oh,
2: one thing I can say about the challenge is it teaches you a lot about you. Like you learn a lot about yourself while you're on this show. Now you left this game saying you were proud of yourself. My question is, what was your biggest accomplishment during your time on the challenge? My biggest accomplishment, I think,
4: was hiking down the 22 story building that first challenge when i Ooh. didn't know what the challenge was and i didn't know what i was getting myself into after i got that i felt like i could have done anything like that was really like my big like i had no idea what these challenges looked like i didn't get to watch as much as i wanted to so that was one of my biggest accomplishments i think another one is just Being able to be in a compound with 28 strangers besides the few Love Island people and not knowing their first name and like learning all their names, becoming friends with them, seeing how they move like that was really hard, too, because being like ripped away from your boyfriend thinking, you know, it's your birthday and you're having like a a little uh, vacation here and then being thrown Mm -hmm. in the compound with all these people that are like taking the shit so seriously, I, I was really, that was one of my main concerns too, was just learning names, learning shows, learning strengths, learning weaknesses. So for me, I felt like I went from zero to a hundred and just that in itself, like that was a struggle. So just overcoming a bunch of fears that I never thought that I would be able to do this, like not training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I pulled a mm-hmm. hamstring, no shit. I wasn't wearing a weighted vest, you know, doing, um, endurance and, you know, incline on the treadmill and running in the woods and stuff like so many people were talking about their training and it made me feel so shitty. So the Mm -hmm. fact that I was able to do what every single other person in there did and stay as long as I did was definitely a
1: big accomplishment. And you did it with no fear. So good on you, Shannon. Thank you. I'm so glad you didn't have fear for that because we also want you to have well maybe a little fear um, for this so this next segment uh, we like to call is pick your poison so it's something that we do here on the official challenge podcast and the way that it works is we have three questions for you Uh, one of them is by me Uh, Devin Simone. And one of them is from the fabulous Devon. And one of them this time is from a fan on Twitter because people can submit their questions to be asked using the hashtag AskChallengeUSA. Now, Shannon, here's the thing. So some of these questions may be really easy and fun, right? Like, what's your favorite pair of shoes? Um, But some of them might be a little bit harder, messier, noisier uh, all up in your business, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and you won't know which is which. You just have to pick one. So pick your poison. It's going to be question A from me, B from Davon, or C from Twitter.
4: Oh, God. Um, I'm going to go with Davon's.
1: Aww. oh okay that's two in a row isn't that three that's, two in a r- that's r- three yeah good job uh, I, I like love it. that
2: people are starting to come yay I
1: love that I love that all right day
2: come all on. right so my question for you miss Shannon is if you won the daily challenge who would you have sent into elimination against Justine and Enzo
1: who
4: would I have thrown in God, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Um... (laughs) See, you should have picked my question.
0: That's what you get.
4: I'm trying to think of the pairings like I wouldn't have thrown in Tyson and Kira because Kira, I knew how sick she was and she's one of my girls. So Tyson would have been safe in that. Um, I probably would have like messed around and threw in Sarah and Ben because they
1: cause I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that.
4: I feel like people already thought I was a wild card. So I would probably and I love, you know, we're good with both of them. But I think that they are so funny when they get so mad because they take it so seriously that that Uh it would have been nuts, you know, to throw them in after they were just down there. I think that would have been good TV. So if if it's from a good TV standpoint and not a personal standpoint, that's
2: who I would have put in. As intense as Sarah is, you would have thrown her in against Justine and possibly lose, possibly risk losing Justine. I think Justine could get her beat. You know what? I know Justine, that's you, right. Ooh, Justine, yeah, I know that's me. right.
4: <laughs> she wouldn't have let me. Don't you know? <laughs> don't get that wrong. She would not have let me do that. But... Davon,
1: put some respect on our girl Justine. I know that's name, right. What is that?
4: Yeah, Justine's got it.
1: I like it. I like it. Well, we have loved having you, Shannon, and thank you for sharing your experience. And look, for someone who went from being an alternate and thinking you were just hustling the challenge into an all expenses paid vacation to being a fierce competitor that made it this far into the game, props to you on your first go round. Very impressive. It was also really cool seeing kind of your transformation journey on this.
4: Thank you. Yeah, I'm a big fan to you guys, so I'm really glad that I was able to come on and share my side of things a little bit. Yay! So, you know,
1: same. <laughs> oh, same. Now tell the people where they can, when you're not lounging with your boyfriend in a suite paid for right. by the challenge, <laughs> where on social media can the people find you?
4: Um, you can find me on Instagram at Shannon Saint, S-A-I-N-T, and then on Twitter and TikTok, it's Shannon St. Clair 3.
2: All right, girl. Thank you for coming to hang with us.
4: Yeah, thank you so much. You guys were awesome.
0: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower.
1: So that was so much fun. Oh, yes. my gosh. Shannon, we got a lot of, it makes sense nowadays. Yes. It all makes sense. Yes. Why? Because everybody was
2: concerned. Like, girl, yes, girl, what is going
1: on? It totally makes sense. I love that. Now, uh, you know, if you're not lounging on a beach somewhere in <laughs> Argentina, Devon, where can the people find you on yes. social
2: media? as the mayor of Twitterville USA you can find me on Twitter at Day Dayvon underscore or you can find me on Instagram at Devon Diane underscore TikTok Day Diane or
1: YouTube at Devon Diane what about you Miss Devin girl they can find me as the mayor of nowhere however I do <laughs> post regularly on Instagram so you can find me uh, at Devin Simone also on Twitter I will respond back or I do my best uh, and that is Devin Simone so both of those are Devin with a Y Simone with an I I also have a TikTok account but pretty much rarely post there but you can go follow me (laughs) there too it's Devin underscore Simone Um, and if you have a question for Pick Your Poison and I saw someone uh, just tweeted me I think it was today about that so we'll add that into the mix but if you have a question for Pick Your Poison drop it in the comments section below on Apple Podcasts or share it with us on social media using the hashtag AskChallengeUSA Yes, it's so important to use that hashtag.
2: We want you guys to be a part of the podcast. So come on, do what you do so we can do what we do together. Yes. And if you happen to like this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please. And tell a friend, your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, and your
1: neighbor. Even that teacher you didn't like. And make sure you catch new episodes of the challenge on CBS and Paramount Plus. And until next time, we will see you back
2: here next week for a brand new episode of MTV's official challenge podcast, Challenge USA Edition. Bye.
0: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History
1: Keep your ride or die alive at
0: ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools.
0: From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel.